Hey, hey, lady, welcome. This is a podcast on how to have it all. That's right. You get to have a body, a relationship, a career, a business, a bank account of your dreams. And in this podcast, you'll learn how to get it. Well, hello. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I am on the move, as usual, and I wanted to give you the behind-the-curtain little inside backstage, so to say, to the unshakable event. I'm super pumped to bring that back. And you're like, what is unshakable event? What are you talking about? So, a couple years ago, when I first decided, and if you're new here, a short version, I started my entrepreneurial journey as a fitness and wellness coach. Eventually, I realized that it was in the framework of MLM business model, right? So I was uh, offering somebody else's products and my coaching and expertise along the way. So a few years into it, I realized that constrictions of the MLM model never bash it, so if you are a part of it, rock on, girlfriend. Uh, for me, it just felt like it was having another job because the rules were still made by the company. I still had to stick to certain rules and restrictions. And I'm like, you know what? I do have a job for that. I love the stability of having a job. It is a comfort zone for me because I grew up in a very much a lower middle class family where the... Um, story of your life was you grow up, you go to college, you get a job, you work till you retire, right? So, and for me, that was familiar and stable, and I was totally fine, and as I'm recording this episode, um, I'm still employed by somebody else, which is, by the way, no shame in your game, girl, especially, especially if you, like me, never had an example of what uh, fully independent business owner's life looks like. If for you, the comfort of having a reliable paycheck gives you stability and structure as you build your business. Whether your business takes a year or 10 years to build, whether you change your mind three times and change your careers in the process, it is all good as long as it is good with you which is a bigger topic for another day, and actually, it is a topic for the unshakable events. So, first of my business coaches, back in 2017-18, it was 18, so I was about half a year into um, the business concept. So, I had to take a sip of coffee. <laughs> so, um, we're sitting at a mastermind with my business coach, and she goes, so what do you want your business to be? When everything, all the stars align, like, what is it? Eventually, how do you see it? And I'm like, I want to run in-person events for women. Because when I stepped away from the fitness coaching, I really, what made me kind of the final, what was the final step to make a change was the realization that all the hang-ups of women who are constantly trying to lose weight or losing and gaining or and are on their, you know, loss, uh, weight loss journey is it's all in their head. And once I transitioned my coaching online, women started opening up more to me in the format of DMs and messages and Facebook groups. And it, the trend became very transparent. You know, we try to control our weight when we can control something in our life. 
we obsess about our body image when it's really not about the body image. And um, I paired my personal, personal, oh, my personal self-improvement journey and uh, healing journey and transformation that I've been on for years with the practices I learned through taking a course, you know, basically training myself to be able to uh, mentor women and teach, right? I don't call myself a coach. I call myself a professional encourager because truly I want to be a resource and I want to give you resources, how to learn to think differently so you can truly transform your life, your beliefs, your outlook on yourself and your potential and go after things you want in the most unapologetic and unshakable way. And when I say unshakable, I mean really the idea of being challenged, being thrown off your path, bending but not breaking. You can be, you know, disturbed, you can be thrown off, but you are not going to give up. So that's the concept and the idea between behind the term unshakable. So. 2018, we're at a mastermind. I am sitting on the floor. We're doing a little round table, you know, having pizza or some ordering dinner in Times Square, New York uh, hotel and having a little powwow with the girls. And um, so my mentor asks me, what do you want to do? Run events. We're like, okay, so why wait? Why wait till then one day? Why don't you do it now? And I was like, oh, hell with it. Let's do it now. So while we're sitting, talking, sipping on red wine, I just felt this download come through. I grab a notebook, and as I'm talking and listening to other girls, I just ran, out, ran through, wrote down this whole outline for the event. It was pretty amazing. At that point, my spiritual connection, right, my connection to something bigger than myself was still a little, um, it wasn't, a big focus for me. I knew that self-improvement, that power of uh, working on yourself is absolutely transformative, but my belief in higher power and connection to something that just gives you the way and gives you this information, I was still kind of, you know, working through it. So in a spiritual uh, group circles, you'll hear people talking about a download. If that's a little bit fun, Dave, if it's a little bit too woo-woo for you, just imagine the moment of inspiration when you have this aha moment. You know, have you ever been in the shower, taking a shower, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I should do this or that, and you just have this, like ideas just keep coming and coming. And if you do journaling practices, if you do practice journaling, that's a pretty common um, occurrence. When you get in the state of flow and connection and remove the distractions, you can tap into that source of inspiration. So the idea came through. I wrote it out. Um, came ho- home from New York, and in eight weeks, I ran my first event. And since then, it was August of 2019. I had to look back to restore the timeline. Since then, I believe I did four keep thinking four or five, but I'm 100% on four. And that has been the most impactful, the most fulfilling, the most aligned thing that I've ever done in my business and in my um, career and my life, really. That sounds a little grand, but um, 
And when I talk about the impact, it's not the impact that it had on me, even though it had an absolutely profound and dramatic, uh, impactful effect on me, but the people around me and people who were engaged and involved and present at those events. So. 2019 October, I run my uh, latest, the most recent event, and I am drained after the fact that it was the best, best event, um, the best turnout, just the connection in the group, the sense, the transformation seemed to me the most profound, but I allowed myself to give away more, way more of my energy. And when you're like, oh, what are you even talking about, Jenna? Well, imagine being on stage for four hours and talking and giving and we go deep i take talks about some i share some really personal stories i talk to women during this whole time so we workshop some questions you know there was a lot involved from you know getting dressed to getting mics working to getting lights and cameras and snacks and coffee and welcoming i mean it's a day event right so, uh, and I do have, thank God, I have beautiful assistants and volunteers that now help me with that. And I did have women in the room that day, but I just let my energy be consumed um, by the room. And there are things you can do to protect your energy as a speaker and when you show up in public. And I just, not that I neglected it, but I didn't give it enough time to protect my energy. Essentially, I felt drained after the fact. And um, it was kind of interesting because, you, I mean, you were tired after a day of speaking regardless, right? But something that day just felt different. And um, I was like, you know what? My uh, coaching segment of my business was picking up. I just went part-time in my then job. So I was finally capturing the idea of working, um, not trading time for money. And the event, I don't know, it just felt right at that point. And now it's like there was no reason to analyze why. But the bottom line is when I finished that event, I felt like it was a good, it was very, I mean, everything that, that I wanted to come out of event came out of this event. And I'm like, you know what, let's pause that. Let's focus on the online courses and some of the coaching packages I was um, offering at the time. And it just felt right to say, okay, the decision was made, putting it on hold, there will be no next event for the following year, 2020. Ha, 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 ha. Little did I know the universe conspired and the world went a little upside down um, just a couple months later, right? March of 2020. Well, you know how the story goes. So the idea was already put on hold in, in better terms, was transformed into a digital content. And um, through the year of 2020, my business after by the summer of 2020 i decided to minimize my engagement in my business because a i was still working b the world c my husband had a massive um transition in his career and i felt that my energy was best spent supporting him supporting our family and really keeping my shit together through the process of 2020. I think it's pretty clear that we don't need the explanation on that one. And honestly, everything that was uh, going on and every, all the hats I was juggling at the time, it felt like the best, most reasonable decision to do. You know, keep my digital content, keep some of them things present and going, and uh, 
focus on myself and my mental health and our family and the well-being in general. So 2020 comes and goes, right? So much happens so fast and it just seems like a blink of an eye. 2021 rolls around. I am in a new career. My husband's business is establishing. Uh, things are going pretty darn good, especially comparing to 2020. So I start getting that urge that I want to get really involved again. I really want to get back to serving on full scale, not a little bit here and there, not in the automated marketing way, but really be present, be there. And you tell me if that was different for you, but uh, for me, the outcome of 2020, one of them was really appreciating the community and the people I did have in my life. And the beautiful, whew, beautiful experience of being with other people, being in the room, being in a shared space. Yeah, I miss that so much when that was, you know, taken away from us. So the concept of the event keep, kept coming back, like literally in the sleep. I would see myself on stage. I will see the faces of the women in the room. And I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. We're going to do that the right way. You know, we're not just going to imagine it and do nothing about it. We're actually going to take action. So throughout, um, so when 2020, let's back up for a second. When 2020 happened, by the summer of that year, um, my coaching packages, my commitments to my clients that I had from a previous, you know, three to six month packages ran out and uh, it was a mutual decision not to renew them. And it kind of all happened at about the same time. And I really realized that even though it was a lucrative portion of my business, right, it was a high end coaching, the costs, the prices were quite substantial. The people that were committing committed on a bigger scale, but it also took a lot more commitment on my part. And, you know, partially it's on me, uh, giving away too much of my time and energy and not setting stricter boundaries. But the bottom line is I felt like even though it was highly rewarding, coaching one-on-one became more of an obligation than a passion. And truth be told, business or career, we all do things we don't necessarily always get excited about every single day and if you're my former client and if you're listening please know that I loved every moment of working with you however I felt like I gave away too much of myself and it's not on you it is on me okay so I want to make sure that is clear so when uh the decision was made I basically decided I'm not going to go back to one-on-one for a while, for a while. You know, everything comes and goes in phases. But at that time, one-on-one did not feel the right, like the right idea. And it was interesting because when I think about hosting an event in person, the concept of being in front of a bigger group fires me up. I realized again and again, and it's like, you know, if you don't get the lesson first time, it's going to be taught to you time and time again until you get it. So for me, just like back when I taught uh, group exercise in a uh, gym format, you know, when I taught classes, step on sculpting, yoga and kettlebells, all that fun stuff, I loved being in front of the group. I loved the energy of a bigger group versus one-on-one experience. And at some point I did um, 
personal training, coaching, and I just never felt as good. So once I realized that my, you know, happy spot, my magic happens when I'm in front of the group, I decided, okay, it's going to happen. So the excitement was supported by complete obsession. <laughs> so this is how, you know, you're doing something you're meant to or is the right thing to do. Complete obsession. So from 2020, when I discontinued my uh, coaching packages, I have not felt excited or energized about much to this degree. You know, yeah, your business, you do things you love, you you decide you're your own boss, you figure things out. But nothing like the concept and commitment to running an event felt so energizing. So once I made the decision, once I secured the venue and had the day, you guys, like, it's a thing I literally lose sleep over. So a really, really long backstory for you on what it is uh, that is going on behind the scenes. And you'll see promotions and you'll see marketing and you'll see emails and posts on the content of the event on the you know, what is in there for you as an attendee? And if you're not from Michigan, you know, is it worth investing in a digital version of the content from that event? But I wanted to give you a little bit, as I said, behind the scene, the heart and soul, the uh, history of that event and how it evolved and developed. And so if you've been to the event before and you're like, you know, I've been to the first one and the third one, and I actually come to a couple of them, which a few people did, um, why should I? And should I come? You know, should I come again? Is it going to repeat everything? This is a 2.0 version of the Unshakable. And by 2.0, it's kind of play on the numbers. It is a post-2020. I promise we're not going to get into uh, vaccinations and beliefs and politics. None of that is going to be taking place. But we are going to take a look at us post that Traumatic experience, let's be honest. Collective trauma that we experienced, that drastic, oh my gosh, you know, shaking up the world and look at, at it after the fact. So um, it is going to be a slightly different angle. It is going to reflect deeper. We're going to go deeper on um, defining the success, talking about fear, talking about faith. We're going to uh, bring up the subjects of trauma and healing. We are going to um, deconstruct the idea of being successful. We'll talk about the sense of happiness and enjoyment and good tools, new resources, new exercises, and definitely the magic of each event, the people in the room. Every group of women that comes together has its own energy. And when you're in that space, you just know it's right for for you. The questions that get asked, even if you're not the one asking, it's like, oh my gosh, I wanted to know that. Oh yeah, the answer speaks to me. So it's a magic of being present in the room. And if for nothing else, I want you there to experience the sisterhood, the community, the connection, the joy of being in the same space with other women. All right? So that's the behind the scenes, you guys. Off to the office I go, and I'll be back for more. Rock on. Hey, if you'd like to know more about the Unshakable event happening live January 22nd, 2022, email us at hello at Jenya.com. 
jenyapanova.com. J-E-N-Y-A-P-A-N-O-V-A.com. Uh, the registration is going to open soon, but in the meantime, feel free to drop us a note so we know to give you the registration link and all the details as soon as they are available. And I'll talk to you soon.